making sure we're live here. Got some good songs to talk about. Some good songs. Tennessee Whiskey. I got a, uh, a bunch of song requests today, and I, I came up with a theme I want to talk about. Uh, addiction in, in, uh, in music. Addiction in love songs. So someone requested Tennessee Whiskey. So uh, I was uh, figuring that out this morning. It's like, I used to spend my nights in a bar room. Liquor was the only love that I've known. I can't sing it very well. But you rescued me from reaching the bottom. And brought me back from being far too gone. You're smooth as Tennessee whiskey. You're as sweet as strawberry wine. You're as warm as a glass of brandy and honey. With you, I stay stoned all of the time. Okay, so. That's a really cool song. And then uh, I've looked for love in all the same old places, found the bottom of a bottle always dry. But when you poured me out your heart, I didn't waste it because there's nothing like your love to get me high. So I, uh, I, I started thinking about uh, the, 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 the weekend. There's this guy named The Weekend. Uh, she told me don't worry about it. She told me don't worry no more. And then there's the song that goes, I I can't feel my face when I'm with you, but I love it. But I love it. I can't feel my face when I'm with you, but I love it. But I love it. And I and. And I know she'll be the death of me, at least we'll all be numb. Okay, this is a song to cocaine. He's singing it to cocaine. I can't feel my face when, I, when I'm with you, but I love it. And I know she'll be the death of me, at least we'll both be numb. And she'll always be the best of me, the worst is yet to come. All the misery was necessary when you're deep in love. This I know, girl, this I know. Uh, he's singing it to cocaine, whereas Tennessee Whiskey, he said that until he met this woman he was uh drinking and then she would intoxicate him more than the the bottle ever did and then um this song i love by ryan bingham carry my trouble is a uh, is got another element of addiction to it so it's like and i've been carrying my trouble in this pack strapped to my shoulder ever since i was a baby i've been running from everything i know don't tell me about my trouble Nobody knows about my trouble. Nobody knows about my trouble. Except for my baby and me. Well, I was born a cowboy way down west in New Mexico. Times were tough, we had to let it go. We moved to town, but they couldn't move it out of me. Way down in my blood, thicker than anyone understood. Nobody thought that I ever would get away with the trouble in me. All right, so. And then another chorus. 
Well, it didn't take too long for the pills in the bottom of the bottle to dig a, a, a deep grave. Uh, to dig a deep grave with a shovel and bury everything that a young boy needs. But I found me a guitar one lonely night in a border town. The pain and I wrote it down, but I wouldn't stay away from me. Now he meets his girl. So, uh, well, I got the hell out of here. I made my way up to the big town, checked myself into a lost and found. And what do you know, my baby come for me. Now I'm living the good life, away from all of your bad advice. Take every day like it's a paradise. People stay away from me. And I've been carrying my troubles in this pack strapped to my shoulder. Ever since I was a baby, I've been running from everything I know. Don't tell me about... All right, so now if you th- listen to another weekend song that goes... I only call you when it's half past five. The only time I'd ever want you by my side. I only love it when you touch me, but I feel me when I'm fucked up. That's a real me. When I'm fucked up, that's a real me, yeah. And then you can mix it with that song. It's kind of cool to mix. It's the same chords. Remember this song? It's like I only call you when it's happening. So, people have been singing to drugs and alcohol, and replacing drugs and alcohol with women for a long, long time. And then you also have the friendship version. Um, the friendship version of uh, <clears throat> What would you think if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song and I'll try not to sing out of key. key. Oh, I get by with a little help from my friends. Ooh, I get high with a little help from my friends. Ooh, I'm going to try with a little help from my friends. So I was thinking about it. It's almost like drugs and alcohol replace the uh, natural endorphins and euphoria that you feel with other people. Uh, And that the love some people can feel towards drugs and alcohol would be directed at a person if they if they could but there's no person there and i found that to be uh interesting and you can almost your brain chemistry can almost fall in love with uh, drugs and alcohol as if it's a human being and that's one thing that makes it so hard to quit and um a lot of it just comes from loneliness all right hi everybody i just thought that that could be a fun way to start heavy verified as a machine bear welcome machine bear so let's just start talking. Let's get into it. Let's just get into it. Okay, so first off, some random dude just asked me if I'd plug his buddy's coffee, and I just thought it was real cool. Uh, I really like it when people are just good to their friends and good to their girlfriends and boyfriends and husbands and wives. So I'm just going to plug him. Uh, someone want a shout-out? I'm going to shout-out his whole thing. Just five posts, three followers, and following one person. Cove Feffy, making coffee great. I think that's funny. So uh, you can follow him at Instagram, do you Cove Feffy. So this, I know nothing about these people, but I like underdogs. Underdogs that try. So uh, check out this coffee. (laughs) 
I've been offered uh, ad reads that I, I never accept because I don't want, I just, I like the freedom of what we're doing here. That, uh, you know, three to $5,000 people would, are willing to pay me to do what I just did for that dude for nothing. <laughs> I think that's hysterical. That I won't read ads for like three to five grand. Yeah, and someone's calling me. Oh, I don't answer anybody that I don't know. I've been carrying my troubles in this pack draft. Oh, uh, coolest monkey in the jungle. I made this. People wonder where I got this from. This is from that H&M thing. Uh, South Africa tore apart a H&M store because everyone said that this was racist because a little black boy was modeling it. So I made my own. Uh, I customed it. And uh, I've been wearing it ever since. And no one gives a shit because it's not at all racist. And just like David Hogg. And now this uh, Christine Blasey Ford and many, many other uh, issues that we have faced. I won't let people forget it because w with time comes uh, clarity. And so now when you see me wearing this hoodie, coolest monk monkey in the jungle, after you watched the mainstream media uh, back the vandalism of a H&M store in South Africa, and you watched H&M uh, apologize for being racist when in fact they were not being racist, I won't let people forget it because people get put under the wizard spell of media and I know how to do it. I know exactly their tricks. They did it with David Hogg, the Parkland survivor. He is a survivor. They did it with uh, Christine Blasey Ford. That's very recent. And they did it with this. And so I will not let people forget that because hopefully it'll snap them out of whatever trick they're currently in. Uh, so yeah, I mean, look at this hoodie. Does it, it's just, it's a great hoodie. And they discontinued it, and that little black boy uh, couldn't be a model anymore for H&M. Just uh, kicked him out of work. Good stuff. But if you like coffee, Cove Fefe. I mean, this dude has three followers. Let's get that up. Let's, uh, let's give him a little boost. Let's make him feel good today. All right, here's a clip from my West Palm Beach show of the Persona Non Grata Tour. I'm selling the Atlanta version that you'll only be able to get at hugepianist.com, but I want to make it available for everybody. So that's why eventually Coddington Bear, our sweet boy, will have all of it up from West Palm Beach. West Palm Beach actually looks a little better, I think, but uh, some kind of magical about the Atlanta show. And then I will have my San Antonio show and my Houston show available for subscribers and to Patreons. I might sell it for like five bucks or something, but... Uh, the West Palm show will be up for free for anybody on YouTube eventually. But this is uh, a little clip from it. And I'm going back on tour, hugepianist.com slash tour, Salt Lake City, Vegas, uh, Phoenix, uh, Albuquerque. Uh, there's another one, Salt Lake City, Denver. And uh, I, I haven't booked the venues yet, but we're so far out that it's easy to do. I want to see how many tickets we sell uh to know how big of a venue i need to book because they're not they're not cheap but uh I, like uh the last tour i sold out all the cities so i want i don't want to do i want to make them as big as i have to especially austin austin was our smallest show by far and it sold out in like a day so that's why i'm selling ahead of time um and we'll book the venues this week but i just want to see in general how many people are going to go to each of the city. I don't know if I need a thousand seats or 200. I literally have no idea. 
All right, so this is a little clip from um, West Palm Beach. So, I've always been a big music lover, big music lover, and I've always liked uh, the band Coldplay. You know Coldplay? <laughs> you like, yeah, you like Coldplay, right? She loves Coldplay. Nice. She loves Coldplay. Yeah, women and gay guys, they can't get enough of that shit. <laughs> so there's a song, you like, you like the song Yellow? No Yellow? So I'd always listen to the song, and I, I, I'd sing along, and I'd love the song, but I never knew what it was about, and I felt like really confused. So I just rewrote it to make it about something I'm interested in, uh, the Holocaust. So I just uploaded that to my YouTube account and some douche immediately was like, oh, we Jew, Jewish Jews are the victims. I get the narrative. It's really the German people. I, I just wrote, watch the whole video, you fucking moron. Because the moral of the story here, the Jews were the, uh, the uh, canaries in the coal mine, kind of like the comedians are now for free speech. The most amount of civilians dead were Germans, 20 million starved to death or were killed in uh, blasts. But a lot of people don't feel that bad for the Germans because they didn't seem to oppose uh, mean Mr. Mustache very much. And that's kind of how history sees people that don't fight back against their oppressors. That's why I want it known that I'm fighting against the censorship and the uh, removal of guns. Because what happened was uh, mean Mr. Mustache and his army of stormtroopers put little stars on Jews, um, yellow stars, and then they took their guns and no one said anything. The Jews were citizens and no one said anything. So then they came for more people and then more people. And then before you knew it, there was war and 20 million Germans. Some of my relatives starved to death. Um, yeah. So that's the moral of the story it has nothing really to do with Jews. It has to do with, uh, totalitarian regimes always start with, uh, outliers and then they see what they can get away with. They start with Alex Jones. They start with me on Twitter and uh, they see if people are cool with it. 
And if they're cool with it, it's kind of like uh, when you're trying to have sex with somebody. You know, you you grab a tit. Yeah, tit tit okay. Then you then you kind of unzip and you go wiener. Cool, everything's cool. And before you know it, uh, you're banging, right? And it's very similar to censorship and the removal of rights. You say, oh, so uh, no no machine guns, no automatics. We'll just get rid of bump stocks. See what people do. Semis, semi-automatics. How about any gun that looks kind of scary, right? And then before you know it, there's no more guns and people's flesh gets turned to jello. Everybody's. Jews weren't the only victims in uh, World War II. In fact, uh, when you're talking just percentage of population, there were there was like eight of them compared to everybody else. But they were the first. And that's where the crime really lies. That's why the Jews will always uh, have a special place in my heart as victims of World War II, because they were the ones that people said it was cool. They were like, yeah, 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 fuck, just take them. It's all good. And there's this old thing that said that at first they came for the Jews, and then they came for the artists, and then they came for the gypsies, and we said nothing, and then they came for the Catholics, and we said nothing, and then they came for us, and there was no one left to say anything. And um, so when you see people being banned, when you see the Alex Joneses of the world and the Owen Benjamins of the world, uh, and you say nothing, you're signing your own death warrant. Because then when they come for you, no one's going to give a shit about you anymore. And that's why when they came for Alex Jones, I rallied around Alex Jones. I made sure I did his show. I actually became friends with him. I think he's an awesome dude. And uh, because once you let any of us fall, we all fall. That was when I first started losing respect for Joe Rogan, was when he didn't have his friend Alex Jones' back. Uh, that's when I started being like, oh, okay. So you're just, you're just part of the nonsense. You're part of the nonsense machine. All right, let's go through some of the new stories. Nonsense machine. Good name for a band. So this is the tour we're thinking about doing. Uh, those are the dates. Salt Lake City, Denver, Albuquerque, Phoenix, Vegas. That's what we're thinking with the drive times. So that's going to be uh, that amount of time of sitting in the car just telling Eric Nimmer that we're not going to listen to black music. So that's 25 total hours of just saying, no, Eric, we're not going to listen to Jay-Z again. All right, what do we got here? Oh, I was just, uh, just a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I always like to keep a fire burning just in case someone comes by with beers. Um, here is the... Uh, my chicken area, I'm very proud of it. We have we have little seats out because we like just stare at the chickens. I call it Caveman Cable. And uh, in the back, you see the pump house. No gays. It's not a gay bar. It's where you pump water. And uh, we repurposed a little kid's playhouse. And uh, I built that other part. And yeah, you can get a dozen eggs. And then I'm not killing the rooster. I think we have two roosters. I can't tell yet, though. But after the Kavanaugh hearings, I just I'm not going to designate a man and kill a man. I've just there's been too much anti-male sentiment. And I also want them to be able to uh, throw loads all over the eggs. So. Uh, so that we can make more chickens. I don't know why that picture of me is in there. I think it was to remind you guys to get my new special hugepianist.com, And uh, I look like my dick is being electrocuted and I like it. Uh, 
This guy, the, the dude who made this, Walter is obsessed, by the way. So, uh, Jonathan, you're the man, and I'm I'm very, very grateful. Walter loves his little dinosaur and his little tree. Um, the new Democratic Party. I don't know. That's kind of a cool image. Sean King is back on tour. San Jose, see you next week. I just wanted to point out that he drew himself as a black person. And I commented, how much money do you make doing these? 50 grand? Just curious. There's a lot of white people pretending to not be white people. Like Sean King is white. And he painted himself to look like Denzel Washington. Um, Photoshop doesn't make you another race. So uh, I think that's pretty insane. And he makes just a ridiculous amount of money pretending to be black. If I was black, I would, I would hate, I would hate this guy. And it's so funny. Like when I follow people, like Chef JJ is my buddy from, uh, I shot a, a cooking show with him in uh, St. Louis for the Esquire network, the world's greatest burger or some shit. He was a cool dude. He's got, uh, he's got his own restaurant in Harlem, but it's weird when you see your buddies liking like people you follow liking this bullshit. I'm always like, JJ, what the, f what the hell are you doing? This guy's not even, he's a white guy who paints himself black. That's blackface. That's digital blackface. And no one cares. Sean King, a conversation with Sean King. Ugh. Okay. Uh, this is, I hate, I hate to uh, compare my hero with uh hillary clinton but you know even every now and then even adolf hitler was wrong um she said we will only talk of civility when we won the house and senate of course our hero adolf hitler said we shall only talk of peace when we have won the war i just want to let you know how easy it is to compare everything to adolf hitler people are like donald trump and adolf hitler both wear pants does no one connect the dots does no one connect the dots? Adolf Hitler and Donald Trump both have a weird comb over. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say the Democratic Party and uh, the National Socialists uh, have way, 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 way more in common. Which brings me to, oh, that's the uh, Houston show. Houston show is a blast. Wait till you guys see that. That was a good one. Crazy but true. If this girl sees a penis at a party, it's a crime. That's the one accusing Kavanaugh. Uh, of nonsense. But if this girl sees a penis in the woman's bathroom, it's tolerance. Vote Republican on November 6th and put an end to the madness. Yes, do it. And Captain Cutler, our boy, one of the strong bears, was like, yeah, don't don't drink Pepsi, drink Coke. You know, kind of implying that they're both bad. Um, perfection's the enemy of the good guys. Uh, clearly, the Democrats are way, 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 way worse than Republicans, even though the Republicans can also be complete douches and... Uh, Liars and lizard people. I get it. Listen, of course I get it. That being said, you're not going to get a Republican who puts grown men in a girl's bathroom. So just vote. Like, don't do the nonsense voting. Don't be like, I'm going to, I'm going to vote for fucking Gary Johnson. No. Unless you're a Democrat, then by all means, vote for Octavio Cortez, Nina Pina, Santa Maria. Someone uh, painted this of me and Zabaz. Me and Zabaz having so much fun. Look at Zabaz. I, uh, you can check him out. I tagged him on my Instagram.
I thought that was really cool. Uh, 1969, why we haven't been back to the moon. And then 2016, you just see a bunch of women. I People tell me that it's not really like that in NASA. This might just be all their female employees took a picture together. But if, if NASA really is that much female, I mean, that's just retard. It's just ridiculous. And people are like, oh, Big Bear, you know, you're saying women aren't as smart as men. No, they're not in that level. There's if you go IQ over 170, um, the odds that it's almost all men like at the genius level of, uh, of IQ spectrum, which is what you need for these jobs. It's all men. There's less idiots that are women. Women are just occupy the middle of the bell curve a lot more than men do. And they, they have children. So if you're doing like the world's most competitive engineering and math, uh, and, and it turns out that there's this many women, you're, you're just, you're in, you're in nonsense land because men are, um, drawn more to stuff like tinkering and solving problems with things. And women are drawn more to relationship between people. And there's less female geniuses, way, way, way less, way less, not even close. It's kind of like uh, sprinters, like black sprinters. They're all black. It's, it just is what it is. And so uh, when you see women in these genius fields, it's typically nonsense. So you're saying women aren't as smart as men? Yeah, no, they're not when it comes to that. When, 130 IQ, yeah, there's tons of female females that are as smart as men. And I actually think the average female and the average man have similar intelligence. It's just women occupy the middle of the bell curve and men occupy the outliers way more. And it makes sense. Evolutionarily speaking, I know every, every single person alive believes strongly in evolution. So evolutionarily speaking, women can just get sex because they exist because they have eggs and breasts. Men had to do crazy shit to stand out from the crowd to get sex. Only 40% of our ancestors that were men would have children, whereas 80% of women would have children. We're related to way more women than men uh, because men would have children with more than one women, woman and um, women all pretty much had kids unless they had some sort of grotesque deformity or uh, died. But even if they have a grotesque deformity, you know, Black guys, they'll, they'll bang anybody, but, um, so that's why, uh, men have more aggression shit like that because they had to stand out. Assuming you believe in evolution and judging by the last few episodes where I wasn't even questioning microevolution. I believe in microevolution. I believe in sexual selection, environmental selection, all that stuff. I was talking about, uh, abneogenesis, whatever it's called, ab abiogenesis and uh some of the big broad strokes of evolution i have uh, difficulty with and people lost their their minds they're like oh you're so stupid you are the dumbest man alive okay okay well sorry for thinking that uh there's something special about people so i went down this rabbit hole last night about uh the sumerians you know but rather not aliens visit him. I don't think so. I don't think that aliens visit anybody. The only aliens potentially are uh, the Jews. But I still don't think they're aliens. I just think they wear tiny hats and are weirdos. But something happened in Samaria. 
Something went down. I think there used to be a, a type of human that were giants for sure. You know, 4,500 BC, they got the Hammurabi laws and shit. I mean, they were, they were ahead of schedule. The Jews. You guys get it. Oh, this is wicked sad. Middle school demonstrators couldn't decide whether a trans student should be sheltered with boys or girls during an active shooter, active shooter drill, so they left her outside. This may, makes me sad because I don't have any animosity towards the, the girl that's just trying to make their, um, or boy, trying to please their psychotic parents by saying they're trans. There is no trans children. That's insane. Um, there's no trans anybody. I mean, there's 03 a 0.3%. So 99.7% of people are not trans at all. Point three have something called gender dysphoria, where they truly believe they either are, uh, they have both, uh, they have a dick and a vagina, or they have neither, or they identify as the other gender. That's real, but there's a tiny amount of people, tiny, and it's because of an endocrine disorder. Everybody else is not at all. This is a fad because the Democrats are so desperately trying to find another group that they can uh, coddle and nurture and help because they ran out of people. Everybody got rights and they can't stop because they're a Ponzi scheme of, of coddling and, and nonsense. So now they're, they're all, 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 all ready to children, which is uh, an extreme form of child abuse, much worse than just violence because you now enter a... Uh, a group of people that has a 40% chance of suicide. And so you have the nonsense makes it so they can't even figure out where the kids would go. And just picture this child just alone, doesn't know where to go and no one will help her or him. And they're just trying to make their parents happy. I find that so deeply disturbing and sad. Book burnings don't just look like this. They look like this. Got Facebook banning everything. I just thought that was interesting. Authoritarian right and libertarian right can all agree on one thing. Killing pedophiles. I like that one. These are my two boys. Boys identifying as boys. Taking a nap. And then it brings us to Elizabeth Warren releases the results of her DNA test supporting to show strong evidence she is anywhere from 132nd to 1 512th Native American. Guys, I'm more Native American than that. I've never even mentioned it because it's nothing. Everybody is. Everybody that's been in America for like generations is part Native American. Somebody jumped a fence. Someone jumped a fence and banged somebody back in the day. I'm part Asian. I did 23andMe back in the day. I'm part, uh, I'm part Asian. And I'm part Native American. Everybody is. That means she's a liar. She claimed that her parents had to elope because her mother or father, I can't remember which one, was Native American. That's a lie. Six generations ago, at minimum, there was someone in her family that was Native American. Six to ten generations. Ten. She may actually be related to Pocahontas. Everybody is at least that amount of native American that's been in this country, that's been in this country for hundreds of years. My original ancestors came in 1710 and I am, I think I am one thirty second native American. I think that's what it said for me as well. 
And I realized that means I'm, I'm not at all because that's nothing. That doesn't mean you're Native American. Everybody's that much Native American because the sneaky fuckers can sneak over fences. You can't hear them running. They run on their toes. Between this bitch and Sean King, there's this weird hatred. There's a self-hatred of being white is what they're encouraging. It's like someone said, I'm part Jeep Cherokee. That's hysterical. She's 99.99% white. And be, and she's saying she's Native American. I say I'm a quarter Jew because I find it hysterical. It isn't because I want to be Jewish. I think that they're typically very annoying people. Smart, a lot of them. So a lot of them are very funny. Uh, good at capitalism, but pushy, you know, short, tiny hats. I have no desire to be Jewish. But I, I, the quarter Jew thing is funny to me because I always thought it was a religion. And so I find that funny. That's why I sometimes talk about being a quarter Jew because I didn't know I was Jewish, but I always knew I was up to something. You see, it's a comedic engine. There's no white self-hate in that. These people, literally, it's just about hating themselves. It's insane. It's insane. <sighs> if you have two gay parents, does that make you appear gay? That's funny, Jim. It's kind of the point I'm trying to make. Exactly. It's like, how? because I used to do a bit like that, too. I said, I, I went to Ancestry.com, and it turns out I'm gay. Because you, this is, it's all just about self-hatred. It's all just about trying to fit in with nonsense. All right, paypal.me slash feed the bear if you want to send me a note. Hugepianist.com for tour information. Get tickets to whatever city you want to go to so I can figure out how big of a venue we need. All right, I'm breathing better than yesterday, but I still, dude, don't get flu shots. Because um, I have two little kids and me and Amy are going to start trying for uh, numero tres here fairly soon. So I can be, uh, I got guilt tripped into getting uh, a flu shot because I don't want to get anyone sick. And Amy's breastfeeding. And if I uh, fill her with, you know, my baby making machine, uh, I don't want anyone sick. But guess what? It just made me sick. And I think it's uh, some sort of Jew conspiracy. It's the Jews. I'm 100% straight white human. Good for you, Violet. Here's hoping number three is a girl to balance out your life. No, no, I'm going to, I shoot straight. Not after the Kavanaugh hearing. I just want, I just want boys. Not after the Kavanaugh hearing. Breastfeeding is the best protection. It's great. Boys. Never got a flu shot, never got the flu. Good for you, fool man. Are you named fool man because you fool people or you get fooled? I'm 90% human, 10% other. Jews. I'm obsessed with Jews right now. They're just so funny to me. They're so quirky. They're like, hello, I'm a Jew. Hello, Jews. It's such a fun word to say. I don't even think I'd talk about Jews as much if it wasn't like Jews. It's so funny to me. All right. This is from Lawrence. Hey, Big Bear. 
Here's a little honey to go with your salmon. Listen, I'd like to encourage you to get in touch with Jay Dyer from jaysanalysis.com, author of Esoteric Hollywood. I discovered Jay through you talking about John Taylor Gatto and my subsequent pursuit of more info on Tragedy and Hope by Carol Quigley. Jay has a lecture series on the book well worth checking out. He's also hilarious. I had a chance to speak with him after a lecture he did near LA on Saturday. He says he's reached out to, to have you on on and hasn't heard back and i encourage him to be persistent it would be awesome to hear the two of you get together anyway thanks for all that you do bb hope there is a show happening in early november down here all the best uh verboten bear well i'm i'm tough to get a hold of i'm not gonna lie i would love to chat with anybody interesting that sounds awesome uh email unbearable comedy at gmail.com and then why didn't they laugh hopefully i can see it but uh you know, I spent the morning trying to put together a theme of love songs. I'm not the best at uh, self-promotion or uh, any of that shit, but I, uh, that sounds fascinating. I'm doing uh, uh, Dennis Prager's gala November 4th, I think. But uh, those tickets are literally like $1,000 because it's with uh, the prime Stephen Harper from Canada and all that. It's a fundraiser. I'm just doing it to be... Uh, fun and to raise like that's my that's what i do my gift sometimes is simply to uh to perform and to get a free trip with me and my wife to go down and, and crush uh so i don't recommend uh if, if no i mean if you have tons of money go for it if you're like loaded i just uh a thousand dollar ticket for me would would require a dancing bear, like a literal bear, like in a, it would like I would need a bear to be in a bellhop outfit. All right, Michelle, but I'm definitely booking a, a SoCal LA show, and tickets will be twenty because my tickets are always twenty bucks, and they always will be. I made that uh, that commitment early, except if there's major inflation. Depends what the Jews are gonna do. I discovered your podcast a week ago. You are the epitome of a real man. Something so lacking today. I love how you love your family, the most important part of society. I love how you are pro-life, a Christian, creationist, a Bible believer. But here comes the big but only. I'm saddened that you have left the church that Jesus founded. The church that has given you the Bible. And by the way, when it comes to creationism, I, I, I have caveats. I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out what I believe, to be honest with you. Because I do believe in... Uh, uh, a lot of aspects of science and a lot of aspects of evolution. I just don't believe it as a religious doctrine. And I think God created man, but, uh, so it's a, it's a, it's a more, it's a more in-depth conversation than just what am I, you know, I like to work through ideas, which I'm still working through. It's a, it's a process. All right. So anyway, the church that has given you the Bible, Jesus said the, uh, the gates of hell will not prevail against his church for 2000 years. The devil has tried, but are you talking about Catholicism? Hang on. The only church that still stands abortion and contraception, which is harmful to women. I hope that someday you will see that the sacraments are the building blocks that help us on our journey to heaven. Give the catechism a shot for explanation of why the church is the fund foundation that never crumbles. Thanks Owen. Ben Kenobi. Thanks. Oh yeah. Cause my 
You know, my great grandfather's name was Ben Kenobi. Does that mean I'm part Jedi? According to Elizabeth Warren, I'm 132nd Jedi. I've just had too many bad experiences personally with the Catholic Church, and uh, I couldn't raise my kids that way. But you sound cool, and uh, you make a good point about 2,000 years, you know, you know. But at the same time, I think the Pope is an absolute uh, pile of dog shit. And uh, there's too many pedophiles have been harbored, especially in my little town of Oswego, New York. You know, I remember when the Post Standard, the Syracuse newspaper in the 90s, published articles about old Chester the Molester. We thought everything would change because finally the word was out. Uh, nothing changed. They just, they just brought in more to, uh, to fuck kids. So if you can navigate the kid fucking you know, God bless that mental gymnastics, but I can't. I'd rather have a direct connection uh, from the individual because it's less corruptible. That being said, I'm glad the Catholic Church exists. It keeps a lot of the, the globe Catholic and uh, Christian, and that's a lot better than Muzzy. But at the same time, you guys, the institution of it is, uh, is rotten. And uh, you can't have this, this little pope sit behind his walls with his Swiss guards with guns and tell the rest of the world from his little Twitter account that we shouldn't have walls and guns. It's infuriating, and I'll never be a part of it. So there's that. But thanks for the honey. You sound like a good person. I'm friends with a lot of uh, Catholics, but I'm never going to do that. All right, Matthew. Hey, buddy. Oh, by the way, the Pope also is pro-LGBT. So that means pro cutting off your cock and pretending you're a, you're a, you're a woman. Hey buddy, I thought you would like to see this video and maybe discuss it on a stream. It's from that pussy Dave Anthony and his friend podcast co-host Gareth Reynolds. They're encouraging communism and mocking capitalism. It's pretty pathetic, honestly. Anyway, keep on fighting the good fight, BB. Hope you and the family are well. Dave Anthony called me out, said he wanted to meet me in person. I'm guessing to fight me, and I would, I would love, 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 love that. So any, anyone who wanna, wants to help make that happen is great. Gareth Reynolds is actually a, a longtime friend of mine, and one of my uh, rules, because you got to have rules to keep me sane, is I don't call out former friends or people I hope, hope are still my friends uh, unless they do it first. I'll talk shit about you know Elizabeth Warren, Justin Trudeau, people like that. But I don't draw blood unless they draw blood. So the last time I hung out with Gareth Reynolds was uh, maybe three or four years ago. And, I've, and he's always been a very sweet person and a very good joke writer. And I've always liked him. And our politics couldn't be more different, obviously. But unless he talks shit about me directly, I will not go after him because this world needs rules. And that's my rule. And that's why you don't hear me just start shit with people. You know, when it came to Candleface Cummings and, and bisexual Burt Kreischer and all those people, they started it. And I'll just, I'll, I'll magnify it to a degree that they don't see coming. You know, they splash a little water, I'll take a tsunami. And I won't stop, ever. Like 10 years from now, I'll still be telling people that Burt Kreischer is bisexual. And Whitney Cummings has a melted Candleface. Unless they make it right, which they can't at this point. And people think it's not a big deal to start a, a rumor that someone's racist. Well, they know it is a big deal, and they did it for a very specific reason, and they know that it blackballs you from your career and your ability to provide for your children. When people come at me like that, I literally see them as, as between me and food for my family. 
and there's food for my family, and then there's these people. And if you want to get in between me and that, good fucking luck. So I take it very seriously. So until then, I will never talk shit about Gareth Reynolds personally. I just think his politics are obviously a little insane. But Dave Anthony, uh, hey, buddy, if you ever, you know, just let me know when and where you want to uh, meet me in person. And I will be more than happy to oblige. And when you realize that I am mythically giant sized and I see you as standing between me and, and food for my family, Hopefully you'll get on your knees and you'll apologize, but only on your knees. I would only accept an apology from Dave Anthony if he was physically on his knees. If he got on his fucking knees and said, and he has to call me Big Bear. And he says, Big Bear, I beg of you, please forgive me. I would. I'd touch his head gently and I'd say, I forgive you, little man. But when I call him little man, he cannot re respond. I touch his head and I say, I forgive you, little man. And he can't say, little man, what do you, no, no, then it's all over. Then we start again from the beginning. Get on your knees and say, big bear, forgive me. And I say, little man, I forgive you. And then we're cool. But until then, we're not cool. But Gareth, my memories of Gareth have always been very nice. So I got nothing bad to say about him unless he says something about me and then I'll torch that little bitch. All right, Matthew. <clears throat> I forgot to link the video. Ha ha, I'm an idiot. All right, there's a video. I'll check it out later. Yulian. I made a video a few months ago called The Rebirth of Sacred Masculinity on my channel. The Dragon's Temple. It has an important message that many in today's anti-masculine world need to hear, and I would love it if you gave it a watch sometime. And gave it a shout out. Um, also, is Dragon Bear taken? Welcome, Dragon Bear. I have this scar on my arm, that uh, right here, and my my son says that it was. A, I tell I told him it was a dragon, and he goes, "Dragon Owie." Dragon Owie. I stupidly forgot to provide the link to Rebirth of Sacred Masculinity video. Here's the money. You don't need to pay me for that, buddy. Keep your. Keep your money. Keep your goddamn. I'm just kidding. So uh, everybody, check out uh, Rebirth of Sacred Masculinity on YouTube. Welcome, Dragon Bear. Patrick. Hey, Big Bear. Here's a little honey. Thank you so much for doing these streams. I'm starting to become really nihilistic, but you and Crowder are the good kind of crazy, and it helps keep me sane, right? I'm the good kind of crazy. That should be the the, the next tour name. Good kind of crazy tour. I had pretty much given up on masculinity and the thought of getting married or starting a family in the future was not even in my mind. Now I'd like to start actually moving forward in life again. After so many years of apathy, I've got a lot of catching up to do. I know I can do it. Just keep mauling those leftists with comedy. God bless you and your family. Anyway, it's not taken. Can I be verified as armed Texan bear? Welcome armed Texan bear and good luck with you to you. And that's, that's one of the main reasons I, I post pictures of my family. And yesterday I posted a picture of uh, my son taking a bath in a sink. And it was really adorable. And someone said, uh, you shouldn't post these because of pedophiles or something. So I, I got so freaked out, I deleted it. Uh, just because that, that comment freaked me. I, I don't know. It was just a, a reaction. But see, this is the thing is I know I've inspired and it's not me that's inspiring. It's family itself has inspired people 
to break out of their bullshit and start a family. And you have to see it. You have to hear it. You have to, you have to just see the representation of what it can be in your life as a normal guy. And I've, people have written to me that they've named their kid after me because they wouldn't have had a child if I hadn't shown them what, you know, just being a normal dad looks like, because there's a giant vacuum in Hollywood and media for a very specific reason where they just don't show normal dads. So that's why I do that. And sometimes I get freaked out though, because I know that, listen, I don't want pictures of my kids in the world, but that also keeps people from seeing what families are like. And, and I feel safe enough and I feel like I can protect them enough and I have enough people that would protect them that it's, it's, uh, it's important. It's really, 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 really important to, uh, you know, and this guy, listen, I still have a picture of him on my wall. Peterson, look at that. That's uh, Artling Hartling drew that. That's Peterson clipping the uh, marionette strings of a bear, just like Pinocchio. He inspired me in a lot of ways. Uh, the masculinity, the taking the risk, the going for it. I still love a lot of his stuff. I just think that he, he went down a dark path and I don't, I don't see him coming back, but, uh, you can still separate the message from the man. All right. Israel today's news. Pocahontas Elizabeth Warren got her DNA test and turned out to be the whitest person on the planet. Jordan Peterson is charging $200 a show, but will also take payment in honey smacks. <laughs> Owen Benjamin has had Jew tunnel vision and completely ignored the handicap. Midget gypsy threat. I don't know the end there, but uh, that was funny though. Yeah, $200 a show. Oof. If that ever happens to me, someone just take me out back and just put a fucking slug in my head because I'm already dead. Field of Bears here, hoping fourth time's a charm. I'm sorry if I missed you, Field of Bears. You don't have to be a dick about it though. The Bears and I have finished writing Oso Grande. That means Big Bear in, in, uh, in Gardner. Makes everyone happy. And now I need an illustrator. I have an in-group preference for a bear, and I'm thinking that a royalty sharing deal would be the way to go. Also, the Field of Bears handsome mug is the best mug on the market. Big Bear approved. Yeah, just make it. Worry about money down the line. I'm telling you, just make shit. The more you make, the more money stuff just starts coming in. If you focus too early on money, Everything falls apart. Trust me. I've been in this like creativity business for a really, really long time and just make shit. If you don't have that driving force that you would do it for free, you're never going to make money. It's too competitive. So just, just make it. And, uh, but sell your mugs. I'll buy a mug, buy a mug right now. I, I just bought someone's mug. I can't remember whose mug it was though, but right after a stream, someone sent me a link and I immediately bought it. For me, it's all about just getting my attention because I get so bombarded. It's not about, you know, if I don't respond or whatever, it's because I just haven't seen it or it wasn't, it wasn't at a time when I could do something. The best time is right after a stream because I'm usually uploading it to my other YouTube channel and I'm just around looking at shit. All right. Hey, BB, BB. that means big bear for those of you that are gay or retarded. It's Redskin Honky Bear. Want to mention Pocahontas. They're estimate her at 0.052%. And she had audacity to claim native heritage. My father's adopted native quite common with reservation babies. And I got my DNA tested for the benefit of myself. I'm 
I've been doing going on a tirade on Occupy Democrats exposing their hypocrisy against uh, people of color, me, for not defending a liberal. I don't like people of color. I don't like that phrase. I like where your head's at, but really rethink people of color. That's an anti-white thing. Because people of color, what that does is it puts together people from Thailand, Eskimos, black people, Colombians, Japanese, just everybody except white is on a team. That's, that's very anti-white. And that's weird to me. People of color. How about people without color? Like us, the good guys. They wouldn't demand a blank man to defend a white woman. What did this have to do with my race? So why me? That made them stop responding um, outright. P.S. My take on evolution is micro exists. It's the software a creator puts in a computer to keep updated with its environment. So it stays functioning in a changing world. You can update your phone a hundred times. It's still the same Samsung you bought in the first place. Much love, peace. Wow, that's a great way to put it. It's like software updates. That's kind of how I see it as well. Because the amount of time required to go from a fern to a monkey is way more than billions of years. Uh, That's what a lot of really smart mathematician guys have told me. And that makes sense in my head. Uh, like there is evolution, there is uh, speciation and shit like that, but I'm just not buying it. And they've been wrong about so much of this, and they've had a hundred and fucking fifty years to try and iron out the details. And just in my lifetime, uh, the primordial soup has been disproved, and that was a big part of all of it. Not not enjoying the the evolutionists. Bunch of fucking commies. You should be advised your views on Grigory Rasputin. I'm not saying he's perfect, but he was falsely vilified. I love that you're referencing an older video. I, go back and watch some old shit. Uh, all right, anyway, most of the reports of him being gross um, or a pervert are contradictory or from hostile sources. He was murdered by a little noble-born degenerate that couldn't kill a man with a gun and poison. It's a case I wanted you to revisit for a while since you first brought him up and just read off the smear campaign. Dude, Rasputin definitely had a lot of fake news around him. That's a really good point. In Russia, increasingly lifting towards nihilism, atheism, communism, anti-Semitism, it was a prime target to discredit the czar and the church. His case becomes more and more relevant the more we see the same smear tactics, the same sort of enemies. I, I can totally see that. Except he did look kind of gross. Like he had a, he had like a muzzy beard and like really long hair and his name was Rasputin. So he's not helping himself, but I, I definitely see what you're saying about that. He probably wasn't, uh, most of what they said he was. Of course they tried to smear him. We're talking about fucking Lenin and Trotsky, two of the most disgusting little propagandist rats that have ever walked this planet. And they have to take down the czar, Nicholas II. And one of the best ways to do that was their relationship with Rasputin, who was hired to help uh, one of their children's problem because he was a hemophiliac. That means when he was cut, he wouldn't stop bleeding because he didn't have enough platelets and they didn't know how to fix it. And Tsar Nicholas II was a bit um, dull. He was a little, uh, he was kind of soy heavy. He was, he was soy. You know, he got hit in the head and the Jap- Japo Rushi over the Japs hit him in the head back in the day and never quite recovered.
Big Bear, my lady and I loved your new special. Could you do an episode about real estate investing? You can answer questions on how to find and evaluate a property, how to create an LLC, how to pay as little as possible in taxes. Also, my fiance and her parents have made a lot of money in the stock market, especially with Apple. How can I convince her that real estate and passive income is a good investment too? Thanks, Joseph. That's a great idea. I should do a whole episode about that. But taxes are a pain in the ass. I, I recommend it, it all depends on what state you live in. New York, my New York City property, uh, or not New York City, New York State. New York State has shit tax laws and stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's all right, but it's it's annoying. Ryan, hey Big Bear. I just sent you uh two versions of a picture I put together that you'll like as you're a history buff. I have a larger file that I can send too. Check D, uh, DM text. Ha ha. I will. Thanks, buddy. And I definitely want to get up to. Uh, I definitely want to get up to uh, San Juan Islands. I've just been working nonstop. I'm just trying to catch my breath. Caleb. Hey, Big Bear. Here's some honey. When are you coming up for the Crowder Show in Ann Arbor? Zoom up to Grand Rapids and check out some of the local brew. Oh, dude. I used to. I performed at Dr. Grin's a million times. Some really good beer up there. Um, I greatly enjoy hearing your comedy and look forward to your live streams. Don't forget to take a day off sometime. Thanks. Calvin PS. Can I be verified as marking bear? If it isn't taken, welcome marking bear. I know. And I'm, I'm supposed to take at least one day off a week because you know what they say? The only people that work seven days a week are slaves. That's why the ancient peoples started the, uh, the Sabbath is it reminds you that you're not a slave. <sighs> Leo. Hey, Owen, but I love this shit too, though. I love doing this. I'm not going to lie. I'm acting like I'm in a fucking salt mine. This is fun. I get to interact with bears, play music, learn stuff, talk about Leon Trotsky and Rasputin's smear campaign. I mean, what? I love this shit. I live in the middle of the woods. Amy doesn't like when I have people that we don't know over to the house. So I have a very limited amount of friends because of uh, security issues that are valid. All right, Leo. Hey, Owen. Was on Rotten Tomatoes to look at Gosnell and saw Big Mouth was a top-rated show. 100% approval. Very strange. That show is weird. Also, one of the top comments on Rogan's podcast with Kroll is, Kroll looks like Sam Harris with Down Syndrome. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, they're all a bunch of aliens. Jews. All a bunch of space aliens. Yeah, Big Mouth's wicked, wicked, wicked perverted. I Listen, you can watch it and not be a pedophile. Completely. I get it. But it is. And think whatever you want. It's fucked up. All right. I think I'm going to wrap things up here. Should we watch? Uh, let's watch a clip. The the yellow, the Jew yellow uh, clip again. For those of you that joined late. I just, I enjoy this. I enjoy seeing the energy of the crowd. And uh, hugepianist.com to get the new special. As well as go to my uh, website and get tickets to Denver, Salt Lake, wherever you want to go. I need to know how big of a venue I need to book. It's going to be uh, the... End of the first week in December. All right, here we go. So this is um, is an anti... You guys notice I do kind of pepper in my politics in some of these videos. You know, the... Uh, hang on, let me play the Hitler one again. Give me one second. I can't feel my face went because I'm a Jew. Jew, Jew, Jew. I, one of the reasons I always talk about Jews is because people get angry. They go, Big Bear, I was with you. Why do you always talk about Jews? Now, now that's all I'm going to talk about. You understand how I work, right? 
If you want, if you want to poke me, you're only going to make more of what you hate. So you want to tell me I can't talk about Jews? Okay. Every episode, going to make fun of Jews. Every single one. You sound anti-Semitic. What does that even mean? Define that. What's a Semite? Tell me the history of it. You don't know anything. You're just repeating what you're told because you're retarded. Semite is, you don't even know. You haven't even taken the fucking time to look up the word you're saying. If you're going to use a word to be accusatory, look up what it means first. How's that sound? People keep comparing everything to Hitler now. Everyone's like, that's literally Hitler. Like I've been told, I've been called Hitler a lot. No, they're like, you're like, I used to live in Los Angeles, which is just, you know, they're doing lines of like, <laughs> yeah, they're doing lines of like gluten-free cocaine. Like, like, is this gluten-free? Don't use a straw. Don't use a straw. Straws are bad. Straws are bad. Straws are bad. They're, they're just, their minds are gone. They're like, Donald Trump is literally Hitler. Now it's time to give all your guns to Hitler. I'm like. One time I was having lunch with my friend, this girl, and she was like, would you kill Hitler as a baby if you could? Like, do you think you could do that for the world? Like, if you were a time traveler and you saw Hitler in a crib, could you kill Hitler? I'm like, why do you ask? She's like, I don't know if I could do it. I know I, I should, but I don't know if I could do it. I'm like, you could do it. She's like, what? <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm like a kind person. I'm a member of PETA. I'm like, well, you've had, you've had two abortions that weren't Hitler. <laughs> So, like, the odds they were at Hitler is like zero. And you just pulled the plug because you didn't want to cancel your Netflix account. All right, so people want to talk about, uh, you know, being against abortion or being pro-gun or whatever. Go in front of 500 strangers and make them laugh with your argument and you actually may move the, the dial a little bit. The dial. You know, like, that's a funny take on killing non-Hitlers. You know, because you got to get in there in this battle of words, in this culture war, you got to get in there in, in, in words that haven't been indoctrinated yet by the universities and by Hollywood. They have racists. They own it. Like, it doesn't work when you call CNN's Don Lemon racist for calling uh, Kanye West a minstrel show. Is he being racist by the definition of racist? Yes. But they own the word. They make it so only whites can be racist and they own that shit. So now you got to find new territory to win. So now every time someone says, could you kill Hitler as a baby? Hopefully they remember my joke that abortion, you kill non-Hitlers. And it's not even a what would you do. It's seen as like it's encouraged. But yet killing Hitler as a baby could be hard. That's a new way to do it. So check this out. Historical Coldplay. So you take the Jews story and you make it a, a pro Second Amendment story. Watch. This is new territory that hasn't been taken by the goddamn Jews. I'm just kidding. Some, a small group of Jews, but not all of them. I've always been a big music lover. Big music lover. And I've always liked uh, the band Coldplay. You know Coldplay? You like, yeah, you like Coldplay, right? She loves Coldplay. Nice. Yeah, women and gay guys, they can't get enough of that shit. So there's this song. You like the song Yellow? No, Yellow? So I'd always listen to the song, and I, I, I'd sing along, and I'd love the song, but I never knew what it was about, and I felt, like, really confused. 
So I just rewrote it to make it about something I'm interested in. Uh, the Holocaust. Yo, let's do a little why didn't, why didn't they laugh for old time's sake. Notice that they didn't laugh at Holocaust. Watch this. I felt like really confused. So I just rewrote it to make it about something I'm interested in. Uh, the Holocaust. Like that didn't get a laugh. Bear in mind West Palm Beach is heavy on Jews and Cubans. So, but I, I obviously get them. But it, for, like in other cities, like in San Antonio, just saying the Holocaust, like that got a big laugh. It's interesting what city will get a laugh and what won't. And the and the star was yellow. Hang on, I'll find a picture. It restricts all the things they can do. And they are all yellow. We came along. We wrote some laws just for Jews. Move them someplace brand new. And it was called a ghetto. It gets very dark after that. You want more? You want the, you want? I'll give you the moral of the story. Yeah, so that's kind of the point of that. Because they really did. That's why this song is so weird to me. It's like yellow. Look at the stars. Look how they shine for you. I used to do a song uh, a bit way back in the day about Coldplay. Like... Like about how it's all the same song. Where it's like... About how all Coldplay songs are the same chords. It's like, um, you're a sky, you're a sky, you're a sky full of stars. Come up to meet you, tell you I'm sorry. It's the same fucking song. Tears stream down your face and I will fix you in a sky in a sky it's one motherfucking sun alright so and then about uh, Chris Martin on Howard Stern when they were like what's yellow about he's like yellow I was trying to make me mates giggle I was like look at the stars they're yellow and everyone's like alright 
stars aren't even yellow, they're white or blue, or big and red giants when they're about to die, but they're not yellow at all. Stars aren't even yellow. Yeah, some stars are yellow. They look like that. So part of me thinks the song the whole time was about that. You know? Look at the stars. Look how they shine for you and they were all yellow. Your skin, your skin and bones turning to something beautiful. I mean, it's a really creepy song when you think about it. Let's uh, remind people the only yellow stars. <laughs> Look at the stars. Look how they shine for you. And you rhymes with Jew, by the way. That's some subconscious shit right there. All the things they could do. Something like that. And it was all yellow. I came along and wrote a song for you. Everything you can do. I don't remember the real words now. All yellow. Now listen to this part. This is so creepy. It's the real song. Your skin, oh yeah, your skin and bones turning to something beautiful. You know, you know, I love you so. You know, I love you so. I could swam across I jumped across for you it's about a rescue I, I swam across were they talking about the Rhine the Tigris the Euphrates <laughs> then and do and it was all yellow it's very weird it's a very weird song because your skin and bones. What? Like, what the fuck is he talking about? So that's why my joke was so funny because it was just sitting there the whole time and no one said anything about it. It's like, look at the star. Just make it singular. Forget these stars. Look at the star. It identifies the Jews. All the things they can do limits the thing they can do and they were all yellow we came along uh, move the Jews somewhere new move them someplace brand new and it was called a ghetto I mean, come on, it's right there. Jaundice? I pay montage, but land is not mine. I pay mortgage, but land is not mine. I was trying to make... But stars for when it's the millions. Bear it up. Any more sketches? Asians love this tune. Are you fucking kidding me? Conservatives, Kate, they're blowing up... Oh, you guys are talking about Palestine now and Israel? Uh, I don't know why anyone would take... Palestine side. I know that's going to piss off a bunch of people on this right now, but uh, you got to go with the Juden right there. Uh, call me old fashioned, but I'm I'm more uh, a little more scared of caliphates than I am uh, people selling sheets. That's you know people are like yeah, but they fucking they're so mean, man. It's like so okay. Th 
this is going to get so much shit. I don't care though. A bunch of fucking assholes. Um, if you, if you don't believe in uh conquest, then you think the native Americans should get their land back. Like the Iroquois should have like a uh, Oswego County and shit like that. Cause that's the argument with Palestine and uh, Israel. So I'm just, I don't get it. And I, I, there's people that I respect that, that get so angry about this shit. They're so, they're like a Palestinian died today. It's like, yeah, well, there's a, a million died in Yemen in the past month, but no one gives a fuck because you're not wound up. You're not wound up with propaganda. <sighs> I'm going to have yellow stuck in my head all day. It's wicked. Ha, Palestine is a made up country. It is. It is indeed. I've even had, I've had long drunken conversations with, uh, with quote unquote Palestinians and some of them are good guys, but they kind of admit after a while, after about five beers, they'll admit that there's a bit of a, a propaganda gun. How come, uh, how come Qatar, Oman, Kuwait, Iraq, why don't they take in any of these, any of these poor huddled masses? It's cause they don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. They don't give a fuck. It's all, it's all just anti-Jew stuff. It's all because they want to take out the Jews and the Christians. Every last one of them. They want them all dead. Go to Iraq and try and find a, a nice church you can pray in. Be my guest. Guess what? They're not there. I've been to Iraq. There's no fucking churches. <laughs> give, it a, give it a good shot. Go, go to Iraq. And, and you don't think there used to be Christians in Iraq and Jews? In Qatar, they're they're Qatarded over there. In Oman, I've been to all those countries. It's a shit show. It's fucking gross. They have all this money, and all they do is behead anybody that isn't not even Muslim. Their type of Muslim. You got the Sunni and the Shiite, right? You got the sharks and the jets. You know they're coming in. I met a girl named Maria. It's total horseshit. They're all Qatarded. Technically, we were all once made up of, I don't know what that means. Jew and Benjamin. Listen, there's, there's some Jews that have done some bad stuff. The Rothschilds, the people in charge of the Fed, international bankers, the people making the weather bad. I get it, guys. I get your frustration with some Jews. No one gets it more than, uh, you know, Shylock Holmes. But you're being ridiculous. A caliphate, you know the Moors were a caliphate? People don't teach this shit in school because they're, uh, I don't know people's fascination with Islam. I think it's because it's communism with a God. So the state, the state is like, oh, we can use this shit. We can use this shit because Islam means submit, submit. Israel means wrestle with God. Islam means submit, Rah, submit. And, um, uh, the Moors that, that took over Italy and, and Spain and parts of France and all this shit, that was a caliphate. That was a Muslim caliphate for 300 years. So when people talk about the Crusades, like it was this horrible thing that Christians actually started fighting back. They were under a caliphate. You know what the fuck a caliphate is? Google it. Google caliphate. All right, I'm getting pissed off. What else do you guys want to talk about? Let's talk about something else. This is fucking annoying. Uh, admitting gets a bad name. Vlad did nothing wrong. Oh, dude, I, I, I wrote me and Crowder a hilarious Vlad sketch. It's because uh, Romania just made gay marriage illegal. 
and it's going to be uh we're going to be vampires and we don't want aids the crusades were a late response to 400 years of islamic conquest yes how the fuck are people more scared of jews than muslims that makes no sense 400 years they owned part of europe like dude islam is legit when it comes to keeping people down keeping people enslaved they 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 had the slave trade on lock for like a thousand years the jews fuck with currency that's where they fuck with people they fuck with currency you know they tinker but it's a boutique religion they're not trying to recruit and uh they're very scared people very paranoid so they're not as threatening as people think um the big banks the international banks can do a lot of damage but there's like eight Jews sitting in little fucking towers being like, hey, but in, in general, they're really not that threatening. Islam, they recruit in prisons. They just get people to go. Rah! Jews start all the big wars. No, they don't. They profit. They can profit from the wars because they finance everything. But that's not the same as starting all wars. Uh, the financiers of everything profit. But, I mean, if you go back into ancient history, there was no Jews starting. You know, if you, if you watch, I did that bit on stage in 2006. If you, if you watch Braveheart, there was no William Wallerstein. To say Jews start war is like saying Jews start all the hurricanes. It's like, can Jews influence the weather? Maybe. But uh, it's not like they're responsible for weather. That's fucking crazy. But uh, there's been a few wars, though. I think that they were up to some shit in World War I. I think that some real, real, real shady shit went down in World War One with the after the Balfour Declaration and the starting of the Fed coincided uh, miraculously at the same time of one of the most uh, unjust, pointless wars in human history that killed just millions and millions of people. But that again is a small group of really fucked up people that happen to be Jews. All right. So, what do you guys want to uh, talk about before I get out of here? Check out the religion of peace.com. Uh, bullshit. They only care about themselves with Islam, or they would be very vocal about the Islamic invasion into Europe. Okay. Who, who's they and how do they speak up about it? I'm pretty sure that. Uh, okay, so the most Jewy Jew would be Ben Shapiro. You guys, even the most alt righty guys in the chat right now would, would admit that Ben Shapiro is a mouthpiece of the Jew, right? Who the fuck is more vocal about trying to keep Muzzies out of Europe? Ben Shapiro. I'm not, you know, I disagree with a lot of his cultural takes, but that's one that he's kind of on top of. Um, yeah. My doctor has advised me to start running. I'm not ill or anything. I've been having an affair with his wife. I don't get the joke. People are too weird right now for church. Orthodox Jew. Zionist, super ultra Jew, harp. Yeah, someone tell me about this harp situation. I always thought that was just a beer in Ireland. I met a girl named Odria. She was a muzzy, she was a muzzy.
Jews, you're making my hands do this. I think there's a concept of they, right? Everyone's like, they did this. They proved that. They, they, they. And no one knows who they is. And then, so then you insert your, you insert a population that usually operates at the periphery of a society. And every society has a different they that they kind of just insert in there. Because there's no Jews in China. They have the Hmong. And I know some Hmong. I know this one guy is great. Hmong is awesome. Digging Hmong. The Hmong. I'm they. It's cool. Soros is they. Yeah, Soros is a piece of shit, man. Theoretically, and I'm just being theoretical, hypothetical. Why doesn't someone kill that guy? And I'm not saying anyone should at all. But, like, why doesn't someone kill that guy? Allegedly. I'm not saying anyone should. But why wouldn't someone take out Soros? He's clearly, like, a fucking asshole. Like, people kill people all the time on the street. And I'm not cool with that either. That's all bad. And killing Soros, I'm just wondering why no one has. Doesn't make any sense. He's a robot. He's surrounded by mercs because his sons will just take over. Yeah, but it sends a message allegedly. I'm not saying anyone should do that. Soros isn't a real person, says Base Texan. Interesting. Interesting. Go on. Do we need a real John Wick? Okay, Base Texan, please explain how Soros is not a real person. Because that's fascinating. It, like that he's just a boogeyman type character. I, dude, I'm open to some fucking conspiracies these days. Because so many of them are actually true. I think Yellow by Coldplay is about Jewish stars. And I think that makes fucking that guy kind of weird. Soros. Someone please explain this to me. He pays a lot of money to prevent such things. Yeah, so did John F. Kennedy. If someone wants to kill someone, you can. All right. Well, I'm going to get out of here. I've done an hour, 24 minutes. So it's just a feeling you have in your. Yeah, Soros is just like a fee. He is Kaiser Sose. It's not if he's not real. I want to I want to know more about Harp. Oh, yeah. You can change weather patterns. That's that's true, by the way. That's not even a conspiracy theory. That's totally true. So, I mean, all right. Nazism is the worst ideology in history because it was at one time shit. Hang on. Because it was the one time that Goyim said they were the chosen people. Interesting. Interesting. No one's the chosen people. I understand how the chosen people works. I get that. I talked about that before that. One group of people followed God's laws and then just, they didn't die as much, making them the chosen people. But it also makes them real neurotic. They have like 600 commandments. Hitler did nothing wrong. Nothing. Uh, the chosen people are Sam Hyde. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll get Sam Hyde on here. For sure. He said he's down. He emailed me. Soros is the son of Alex Jones. That's a stretch, fool man bear. Now I know why you're fool man bear. You're fooling people. 
the black Jews are the chosen people. Ah, uh, you lost me at black. Uh, the chosen. Soros is a Nazi. He admitted it. It's a true story. I think a lot of leftist Jews in America are the most Nazi motherfuckers on the planet. I mean, they're obsessed with bloodlines and they hate white people. The Nazis apparently liked white people, but I still think that's kind of uh they got a lot of whites killed. A lot of whites killed. They were genociding Russia in Latvia, Lithuania, Estonia, Belarus, um, Ukraine, uh, Armenians. You know, when you're killing the whitest people on the planet by the millions, I'm pretty sure you're not super pro-white. The Nazis were not pro-white. They were self-hating motherfuckers. And people that want to claim the other way, it's like, dude, look at the numbers. They were genociding the Slavs. Dude, go to Latvia, Lithuania, Estonia. The, you know, the Eastern Bloc. Those are some white people. You know? Moldova. And they were just wiping them out. They were fucking... They, they, they believed in magic earth, kind of like uh, the EU. They were trucking dirt out of Russia because they thought there was something special about Russian dirt. There is no magic dirt. It's about culture. God, fuck, shit. Explaining genocide because we have better number... Uh, those are Slavs. It's different somehow. Dude, they're the whitest people on the planet. Go to Russia. Dude, Russians look like white walkers. They have icy eyes. Look at me. They're whiter than me. Look at my icy eyes. My eyes look like a Swedish mountain pool of rain. See the blue? Look at my skin. White. And this is a man. This is a man that works in the sun. That is not from heroin, guys. That is just an actual... As my son says, owie. I know people are going to say, oh, he's got a mark on his arm. Big Bear's been shooting up heroin. It was based on old genetic tribal barriers. The Nazis were pro-Aryan, not pro-white. But Aryans were out of India. Do people not know where Aryan comes from? The Caucasus. East of the Caucasus. Fuck. No one knows the history of anything. The Aryans were not white. Why am I yelling? I'm going to look up Aryans. Aryans. Relating to Denoyan people speaking Indo-European language who invaded northern India in the second millennium BC, displacing the Dravidian and other aboriginal peoples. Aryans. It's a term used... uh, Indo-Iranian people. They were not white. Fucking brown people. They looked like muzzies. How can you back people that look like muzzies? Uh, Whiter than Sam. Did you discuss Gavin? No, I was texting with Gavin last night, though. Proud Boy shit is pretty wacky. I'm going to wait on that see what's going down with it. I'm going to stay out of it. They look Persian, probably. Yeah, wicked muzzy. They looked like muzzies. Yeah, I'm way whiter than Aryans. The Germans incorporated Muslims into their army too. It's true, dude. I, there's a lot of muzzies right now that love Hitler. They're like, Hitler was great man, and and Elizabeth Warren's like, welcome to America. We love you here. You're the greatest. No way. Hey, Big Bear, wanted to toss you a little honey. Also, could I be reverified from Ink Bear to Born Again Bear? Welcome, Born Again Bear. So Ink Bear is now up for grabs. Newfound life pursuit and newfound Christianity. Thank you and God bless. 
Lord here are bear. Sincerely, Ben. Love the name Ben. Ben's a great name. Ben. I also like the Israeli name Dove because it means bear. Cameron, what's up, Big Bear? I'm a senior at UW-Madison, and I'm a history major as well. The fact that so many of my professors are radicalized is, in pl- is a pain in the ass more than anything. Uh, people are so determined to vilify anyone on the right, it is insane. When I watch the people around me just eat it up, it drives me crazy. But either way, listening to you spiral helps keep me sane. When I write papers, I use race as a tool to be lazy because professors never question it. A lot of times I feel like the guys who wrote in to liberal peer reviews about dog park rape culture just to see how much these people are willing to accept and be very 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 wary of what you write because there's uh there's this great book out called influence by uh cialdini maldini some italian name caldini cudini caldini influence and there's also he wrote another book called persuasion If you take a person and you have them write out the opposite of what they believe, a year later, there's more than a 50% chance that they will believe what they wrote out. That's why an oath is very powerful. Watch out for wizardry. If they make you say that you think something or write that you think something, even in your head, you're like, "Ah, I don't believe any of this shit. You will start believing it. That's how our brains work. That's why when you speak, it brings it into reality. You give life by naming something. Don't let them fucking take your words. White people are the devil, says Eric Nimmer. Um, What a piece of shit. What a piece of shit Nimmer turned out to be. Uh, Holy shit, that worked fast. Yeah, yeah, the devil that invented, you know, all your fancy high tops. The fancy high tops you got on your feet right now, Eric? Invented by whites, made by Asians. <laughs> All right. This is a fun one. Nimmer confirmed racist. Oh, yeah. Nimmer is kind of slightly racist, but he makes it real funny and he's real open about it. So it makes it not bad at all. I know white people that are kind of racist and they're just totally open about it. And uh, I find them quite lovable. It's the same with some black people. It's the people that are like inverted hidden weirdos. That are like, no, everyone's the same. I just, I just own, I just, like, like the Kanye West thing is, is the most disgusting type of racism ever. Cause it's just such bullshit. People naturally are a little tribal. And, and when people admit it, I actually get, uh, I feel somewhat comforted because, um, it's just, I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I just buy it like Tommy, like Tommy Lee little racist against the Chinese because he's a Hmong and he knows what they're capable of. All right, where the hell am I? I just got off the live stream. Welcome back. Did did I just exit myself? I don't even know. I hit the wrong button. My stupid mouse has a back button. I don't need that. It's not bad being white. I don't get profiled like anywhere, says Scott. Well, you've never went to a two chains concert because if you're white and you go to a two chains concert, people think you are a Coke dealer. True story. You want to get profiled, be white and go to a two chains concert. Uh, Owen, will you hang after your SLC show? Yeah, that's the whole deal. I always hang out. Are you kidding me? It's one of the best parts of the whole tour. 
Nimmer is a fictional character. Owen created him so he can say he has black friends. Now, if I had created Nimmer, I would have made him white. It, it's better for my brand. Just kidding. I fucking hate people to talk about their brand. That's why. That's what cued me in early on the uh, Eric Weinstein intellectual dark web bullshit. I called that months before they revealed themselves to be snakes. Uh, when they talked about branding, I knew they were full of shit. But there will be Mormons there. Mormons are fun, dude. Mormons are a good time. I've done Salt Lake City. I've done Wise Guys a few times. Uh, I'm white. Sorry, not sorry. You don't need to be sorry to be white. I hate self-hating white people. I can't stand them. I don't trust them at all. Any white person, same with Jews. The only Jews I like are the ones that are proud of being Jews. Not necessarily proud, but just they're like cool with it. Because then I know that they're telling me that they're good people. I can't fucking trust people that are like, all they do is mock Jews when they're Jews. That means they're telling you they're up to no good. Same with whites. Same with everybody. You know, when the whites are like, oh, white people are so bad. I'm like, but you're white, so that means you know something I don't know about yourself. Mormons are awesome, says Dolev. They are. Dolev should come for this uh, tour, too. That'd be hilarious, so she can have more turkey. Um, contrary to popular belief, Israel has food shortages, shortages sometimes. So when Dolev came to America, she was like, you guys get refills on your Coca-Cola? No way. In Israel... They play crazy horn and a fiery kite burns our face and we don't get soda. Uh, all right, I'm going to get out of here. I'm a mixed re race supremacist. That's hilarious. That's a good sketch idea. A mulatto supremacist. Mulatto. How do you say it? Mulatto? Because that's slightly offensive, apparently, even though who, who gives a shit? Mulatto supremacy for life. It's all about it's all about the mix. It's the perfect mix. The perfect race is mulatto. I'm a mulatto supremacist. Just enough white to have a 401k and just enough black to have a big old cock. All right, hugepianist.com to get tickets for the tour or my last special, patreon.com slash WDTL. Despite what Joe Rogan says, it's not quote unquote pathetic to have your fucking listeners sponsor your show. That way you don't have to sell fake brain fuel, you fuck. Just little things like that just drive me crazy. It's like, oh, Patreon, what do you ask money from people? It's like, yeah, you sell fake brain fuel. Caveman coffee. Fuck you. I'm all about the coffee that I'm not being paid to pimp. I'll show you right now. This guy. Do you Cove Feffy Coffee? Paid me zero dollars, but I just like an underdog. All right. All right, I'm about to upload this to uh, my normal YouTube channel. Please go over there, hit the like button, share it, comment, because we got to beat the algorithms. Algorithm Nation. Algorithm Nation. Instead of Rhythm Nation, Algorithm Nation. That would be a good idea for a band. Feel the vibrations. Censorship is real. Y'all ready for this? Suck, 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 suck. All right, come sail away. Hang on, someone told me to go fuck myself. What did you say?
Owen, you can go fuck yourself too because you don't mention my name ever, but you can mention everyone else's name. What the fuck is your problem? Hey, conservative Kate, go fuck yourself. How's that sound? I just mentioned your name, but in a negative way because you're being testy. Why don't you and Christine Blossy Ford go get your story straight and then try and come at me? Bunch of liars. Sharia law did nothing wrong. Cover them up. Conservative Katie Told me to fuck myself Because she's crazy She wants me to say her name No problem, conservative Katie Is completely insane Her best friend, Christine Blasi Ford has a story because they are both slightly hoary. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. I just said your name. Head over to Owen Benjamin or youtube.com slash Owen Benjamin Comedy. Hit the like, share it. I uh, hope Conservative Katie uh, enjoyed her song about being a, a liar and crazy. Don't ever come at the bear. If you come at the bear, you best not miss. Shit. I'm fired up today. I'm about to go just do wind sprints in my yard. Um, hugepianist.com to get the special and tickets to the tour. I know I have to remind you guys that because I have to remind myself that. At Owen Comedy on Twitter. Um, it's my secret account. At Owen Ben Jam on Instagram. And uh, yeah, follow this one for live streams. Much love. Have a great day, everybody. And hey, Conservative Katie, uh, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you.